This is Mr. Tolu Balogun. On the Work From Home podcast, I will be teaching you a lot of things you can do to upgrade your skills and be able to run a Work From Home business successfully. Stay with me and enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Work From Home podcast. With me today is Alex Brookman from Vancouver, Canada. I feel so elated to have someone like him here in the studio with me. Um, We'll be talking about the long-term success of your business, how to ensure that you have the long-term success of your business in mind and not lose focus about probably things that are happening in the now and trying to get results in the now and trying to make sure that your business stands the test of time. And I remember when we were talking about this topic, exchanging and bouncing the topic ideas of each other and trying to choose a time for this recording that I was so excited and I was like, this is something that businesses, entrepreneurs need to learn more of. They don't have to just focus on the now and forget that there's three four five years time that you also have to think about for you to be able to think about the long-term strategy or success of your business definitely the passion is going to be on the line so but i am not the one that is the professional here i'm definitely not the one that is going to be doing the talking so that's why we have alex here to take us through that topic so before we get started alex real quick can you introduce yourself to the listeners my pleasure thanks for having me to well Above and beyond what you already said, I am originally from Germany, live with my family now in Canada and Vancouver, and I've built businesses over the last 10-15 years, um, both as an employee and as an entrepreneur being self-employed. And the topic of strategy has always been super important to me during these uh, years. Not necessarily because I love strategy so much, but because I realized very early in my career that a lot of businesses seem to operate only on a day-to-day business um, and kind of completely forget the longer-term implications of what's important for them. And I was in a company that, unfortunately, a very large company that went bust because of that. They enjoyed the good times way too long before they realized that they needed to build for the future. And um, all of a sudden, things went down the drain. So that's where I was kind of forged in fire, where I understood, okay, strategy is kind of important. It's probably the most important thing in any business um, for long to guarantee long-term success. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's what I do today. I help businesses, entrepreneurs, small and bigger companies um, to get their strategy formulated very precisely and rolled out through their business so that everyone in the business, be it a company with five people or 5,000, understands what their role is in implementing that strategy to build a prospering future. Okay, awesome. So before we go far, I want us to start from the basics because I know we just have like about 30 minutes to do this crash course for people, help them to understand why they need to build for the future and the purpose of strategy. So before we go far, um, what needs what what do you feel needs to be the driving force of a business that can stand the test of time? What should be that engine room that would help that business to go far? Is it the CEO? Is it the board of directors? Is it the will to just keep going despite all odds? Or what do you think is that ingredient that is needed? I actually believe that the 
The driving force behind every company is not an individual or a group of people. I actually believe it's the underlying purpose and desired impact that a company wants to create. So the question that you ask yourself when you go into business as an entrepreneur is probably how can I make money fast? Mm, this true. is it's a valid <laughs> it's a valid point, right? Yeah. Um, and that and that might drive you towards becoming an entrepreneur, or the driving force might be. I have seen so much crap in my life um, in, in companies that I worked for. I can do better than that. And <laughs> that's the reason why you go into business mm -hmm. and start to become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Or the driving force might be something completely different. Like it, for me, it, it, it personally, it was I wanted to have the freedom to decide when I work and what I work for and work with. So freedom was a driving force behind mm -hmm. my decision to become an entrepreneur. Now, when we translate this concept into, let's say, the day-to-day -day reality of a business, mm -hmm. we need to transport this underlying why, this desired impact into something tangible for the people, for the entrepreneur, for everyone in, in an organization. And that can be the C-level, that can be the board of directors, that can be... Um, frontline employees, it doesn't matter. Everyone needs to understand how they find home, how they find belonging, how they find this, this underlying why in their daily work. So why do I want to work for this company? Why do I want to stay with this company? Is it because they pay a lot? Is it because I feel that what I do on a daily basis really matters? and makes the world a better place. These are two fundamentally different things. In an ideal world, you have a job that you love and that provides for your family mm -hmm. in a way that you're happy. So I'd rather say, rather than, than looking at, at an individual as the engine room, I'd rather say the driving force behind a business is the reason why they started to be in the business in the first place. And this should be something you can answer by asking questions like, if my business would stop operating tomorrow, what would the world lose? And if you don't have an answer to that, that's probably not good. <laughs> also, I really love last line. If I stop doing business today, what would the world lose? You know. Let's take this podcast, for example. Why did I start this podcast? My initial reason for starting to work from one podcast was to help Nigerians especially understand that you can run a business from home without having to go to the office nine to five and connect with people from all around the world and let them, on, I mean, and deliver quality service where your skills will be um more valued um it's like taking a rolex watch to a pawn shop or taking it to a jeweler's place the watch at the pawn shop is definitely going to be almost useless but when you take it to where it's going to be valued they are going to pay a premium price for it so that's kind of my goal i just want to push the word out there let people understand that they can get this and i feel so blessed when i have guests like you come to this show and share parts of that expertise so I mean, a lot of people do say, like you said, is for some people it's just about making the money. For me, it's the impact. And one thing I can pick from what you said, the purpose of the business, if it's very important, to answer that question that you gave, what would the world lose? 
Yeah. Then you have um, the answer right there. How important is your business? I mean, that's another way to just frame that question. I respect and value the way that you are helping us understand all of this. It's definitely not about just making the money for the now. How much impact am I making? And we would be surprised at how much people would want to connect with us, would want to work with us because of the impact that we are making. Sometimes it's not just about, okay, you are good at what you do. Sometimes it's just because I love what you're working on. Can you work with me on this project? It doesn't mean that you're the best in your field, but because people respect you for what you're doing and you provide an acceptable level of work ethic for them that they can also use, they want to work with you. So, I mean, what some of the guests I've had on this show also talked about how they were able to, based off the relationships they had with people and the driving force that people knew that, okay, this person cares about my business, they were able to transit between um, job roles seamlessly not losing any money, gaining more money, making more clients, and it was so blissful. Uh, it was because at the fundamental of their business was the purpose that their clients could definitely interact with. Thank you very much for taking us on that journey. <laughs> you're very welcome. So now that we understand that, I know you have a resource that you're going to share with our guests at the end of this show, but for them to understand better, what it means to actually now draw a strategy now you are able to answer the question that okay what would the world lose let's assume that everybody listening now can answer the question what would the world lose if i stop doing business what are they now meant to do with that answer to now build a strategy that will take them for the long term i think when you answer this question what would the world lose if i stopped doing business or if i did not put my idea into a business then you immediately know what you want to build. So if you answer this question from the bottom of your heart, um, and this is not a rational thing, it's really an emotional thing, um, then you know how to position your business. Because you take this and you then use it as the underlying tone for your vision statement. So the vision statement of a company is a description of where the company should be in two, three years time, maybe even five years time. And it's not some fancy marketing claim that you put on your website. This is really a working vision. This is something you write down in detail how you envision your business to look like if you were to time travel to that moment in time. What would you see? How would it look like? Whom would you work with? Um, How would the uh, go-to-market look like? What are the products, the services? What do your clients say about you? How do your employees feel working for you? All these things need to be in there. And they define what you want to create. Only if you have that clear vision that you can then work towards, um, will you be able to bring this underlying purpose into reality. So combining your emotional purpose with your rational vision is truly, truly powerful. It paints a picture that you feel drawn towards and that you will not lose out of sight when you work on a day-to-day basis in order to make this happen. Awesome. So what, what I've gotten from what you said right now, Alex, is the fact that the long-term success of the business does not just come from making probably just informed decision or just coming from the head. It's a combination of the art and the head. Correctly. Awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, we out there should understand that it's not just about trying to have one plus one equal two. 
we have to understand the place of where is my passion coming from where is how passionate am i about making the world a better place helping other businesses improve helping solving these problems for people because those are the things that i believe would help you not just to i mean grow as a business it will also ensure that you are improving yourself you are becoming better for yourself you are becoming better for the people that you work with such that at the end of the day the people that you work with will always 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 recommend you to other people and for me one of the most beautiful things about being an entrepreneur or being a business or trying to run a business no matter the size is to have the clients that would insist i like using the word insist that others work with you <laughs> they would yeah. i've had clients that talked to people who were unsure if they should work with me or not and those people said i give you my word tolu is the guy just try him out and you yourself would know that tolu is the guy and surprisingly not surprisingly to me a lot of these people end up becoming long-term clients too just because someone who I, I already work with was able to insist that you should work with tolu and i believe with that said even during ad periods or trying times you would notice that a good bunch of your people would always stay back with you so let's go back to the story that you gave at the beginning about how the business you were working at was going through a trying time because they focused on the good times and it's very easy to get lost in the good times Absolutely. what were some of the first signs that the business saw that made them i mean kind of stagger and be like okay i think we need to check ourselves right now i think we need to not just focus on the now but also plan ahead for the future in this instance people often are enjoying the success and there's nothing wrong with enjoying success there's nothing wrong with celebrating if you if you are successful mm -hmm. um, a warning sign that you should look out for is if if you take a look, if you ask people in the business and even ask yourself how what you do on a daily basis is actually connected to your long-term success and you can't clearly answer that question you know that something is off if people in your business and this happens especially in, in, in large organizations if people um, have been trained and then some years down the road you ask them why they do what they do answers like we've always done it that way would come up and we've always done it that way is probably one of the biggest indicators of something is off here or we need to revisit what we're doing because it clearly shows that people are not asking questions about the underlying purpose of what they are doing of the connection of their daily operational work to the overarching strategy and that is in in extremely dangerous especially when you are a small company when you're a large company you can you can just you know survive certain problems because you have the money in the background if you're a smaller company um, and depending on your industry it might be your end if you are not very clear and intentional about connecting your daily work to your longer term strategy making money fast is super easy every moron can make money fast that's nothing that shows business success it's the long-term success that defines successful people and that shows 
whether someone is able to build lasting success. That is important. It's not important to make money fast. It's important to build something that has the power to support you, your family, the families of your employees for a very long time. Um, it's often like if, if you go on a walk and you only have your head down to make sure that you don't step in a mud puddle or <laughs> in a piece of dog poo, mm -hmm. that's cool. You will, your shoes will stay clean, mm -hmm. but you will never see whether you're walking towards the edge okay. and then your last step will just make you go off the cliff. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to keep your head up and have it up from time to time and be like, is this still the right direction? That's yeah. completely different than I want to avoid that I step into dog poo. So that is the difference between strategy and tactics. That's the difference between short-term success and long-term success. And as entrepreneurs, we need to live in both worlds. It's this ambidexterity that we need to have. And it's, it's the... It's the issue of every entrepreneur or every business owner to be able to plan strategically for the long term and have the business afloat and profitable in the short term. Exactly. So it's not just about being out there and letting one suffer for the other. It's about managing both properly to ensure that the business is able to grow now and not at the detriment of the future. Absolutely. And one of the things that really struck me the most is the statement you made there by when you're asking people at the company that why is this being done this way? And then the answer being because that is the way it has always been done. I mean, that does not drive any perspective. That does not drive any passion. That just drives the fact that it's as good as just putting robots and programming them to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again they'll keep True. doing it until you probably unplug the power so but if you have um, people that understand not just that it is being done this way but the reason behind why it is being done that way the definitely the business will go further because for example one of the most we just, I mean, survived the pandemic. I believe we just survived it. And there were a lot of challenges that came through that period. There were yeah. people that were able to actually build a lot of success without selling or ordering toilet paper or, I mean, sanitizers. <laughs> they were able to build long-term success by creating something new or pivoting or just understanding that this is a new problem that is being created. Ways can I use to help people? And... They were able to achieve a lot of success and there were people that were just sulking about everything like nothing is working, everything is going down, I'm not able to do anything and I believe it was just because a good percentage of these people could not go back to ask themselves the fundamental question that you asked in the first place which is if I stop doing business today what would the world lose? Because if you understand what the world would lose you would probably have enough passion in you to look for solutions that would help to go around whatever the problem might be and then keep moving because you know exactly where you're headed. And one other thing that I want to go back to is the fact that you said the vision statement, which is something I've never actually thought of the way you explained it. I mean, you have a very great way of explaining stuff that's very easy for anybody to understand, I must say. So you, you mentioned something that the vision statement is something that you write from the earth that helps you to you know plan ahead 
I'll let you know, put you in a state where you would be like, okay, if I time travel to about three to five years, yeah, where would my business be at that point in time? So yes. that gives me the impression that the vision statement is something that keeps evolving. It's not just something you just use and then never change for the rest of time because in the next two to three years, there is another place that you see your company or there's another way you would see your company or your business and it needs to also reflect that change. Interesting you would say that because a vision statement is a snapshot in the future. Mm -hmm. So I give an example how I do it for my business. Okay. I have a vision statement in place for the next three years. That vision statement does not change during a year, a 12-month period. Period. I do periodically revisit the strategic KPIs that I track in my business mm -hmm. in order to inform whether I'm moving my business toward that vision. So that I do that like three to four times a year. Mm. So that is what I call a strategy review. I review mm. whether what I did is actually pushing the business in the right direction. Once a year, I ask myself, based on the past 12 months, how does my vision now need to change so that I have another two to three month rolling vision statement? Because in 12 months, you get a lot of things done and mm -hmm. you, you are on a new plateau. Based on that new level, you can design a new vision statement. So for companies that I work with, um, like larger corporations, they often have a four to five year vision statement and strategy in place. Mm -hmm. And every two to three years, they would revisit it revisit and would start what they call the next cycle. Because otherwise, if you don't do that, you probably reach your vision, which is amazing. But then you are exactly where you were Want before. Be. Like, oh my God, and what's next? What's the next three <laughs> years, right? So at least once a year, ask yourself, what can I do differently? How has the world changed around me? How do I want to react to that? What have I learned in that 12 months that enables me to work differently, to do something new, to offer other services, to grow the business in a different way? Um, maybe you want to sell the business. I don't know. 12 months is a long time. And mm -hmm. once, you've, once you've had another cycle around the sun, give it a try, revisit your vision statement and ask yourself, is this still the right thing for me? Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much for, I mean, the way you are helping us understand how valuable these lessons are. So now that we understand a lot of these stuff and we understand that, okay, larger corporations can tend to make a five-year plan and revisit in about two to three years, that means that entrepreneurs, people with smaller businesses are more empowered, I must say, or at more of an advantage to easily look at where their business is and where it's headed and then make necessary changes because we can go back and say over a period of 12 months, this is where I've been. Unlike the bigger corporations, we as small business owners or the small business owners out there should not feel like it is only the big shots that can plan for the future. Absolutely. They have their way of planning for the future. You can also plan for your future. And then you can also make sure that you do things that, as you have explained, and that people would also have access to, the download your resource, can do things that will make sure that they will be able to you know, come back 
and enjoy making those plans within a shorter cycle than the bigger businesses i believe that's a very massive advantage so now let's also look at i mean i was living our business so let's say for me now i am looking for things i have to put in place to make sure that even when i stop living or stop being actively involved in my business the business will still keep going what are some of the things i as an entrepreneur can do to make sure that my business can outlive me this heavily depends on the size of your business and it heavily depends on the industry you're in so if you run an online based business there's tons of automation that you can put in place um, there's there are so many tools online tools that you can use for lead generation, communication with your clients, marketing in general, you name it. If you are a, let's say, mom and pop shop around the corner and you're selling groceries, completely different ballgame. Um, but what you definitely have to do if you want to let have the business run more on autopilot without you being involved in the daily grind, you need to build something that can do the work for you. That means, first of all, you need to embrace a different mindset. Mindset means I am ready to let go. A lot of entrepreneurs can't let go. Mm. They just love what they do so much that it's very Uh difficult for them to accept that someone they hire does things in a different way. Mm -hmm. So mindset plays an important role. You need to be able to let go and to put the systems in place that help you run your business more on autopilot. And that means you need to build a team around you. You need to invest in systems like digital IT tools or whatever you might need for your business. So without investing in people and in technology, that won't work. It just won't happen. Um, It might happen for a short period of time until you realize that you screwed up and that you need to go back (laughs) into the business and fix it again. Mm -hmm. So before you do that, make sure you have what you need in place and then give the people the autonomy and empower and enable them to do what they need need to do and what they want to do. So provide growth opportunities for the people around you Mm -hmm. so that they know you trust them um, to run the business and then change the way you operate. So you're not the micromanager. You're not sure. doing everything on your own and not everyone needs to do the things the way you did them. Mm. Just be mindful about how you give freedom and autonomy um, to the people around you and how you intentionally build up people so that they can take over some of the work that you've been doing. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much, Alex for providing so much value in this little time. I have learned a lot, I have to be very honest. I mean, you brought definitely some new perspective to my way of thinking, and I'm sure that a lot of the listeners would also value, I mean, the time that you've spent with us today. This feels like the most perfect 100th episode of any (laughs) podcast ever. I feel so excited. (laughs) So, now let's talk about the free resource that you have for the listeners let's tell them what it's about well there's tons of free resources on my website available um, Mm -hmm. from business health checks to um, intentional strategy toolkits um, and there's other very cheap products on my website like interview collections from former events where you can get tons of value from um, listening to some of the world's most renowned experts in their areas Mm. Um, so when you go to my website alexthestrategist.com there is a resource section and in that resource section you will find all these free downloads 
And it's, um, I think the most important one for entrepreneurs is definitely the business health check because it gives mm -hmm. them an idea of where they are in terms of how strategically healthy is my business right now. Yeah. And when you realize it might not be as healthy as you thought, you probably should consider downloading the Intentional Strategy Toolkit as well. Again, it's a free resource. It's more than 20 pages that you can use in order to start thinking more strategically long-term. Think about your vision, how you measure it, what are the priorities that you need to put in place in order to reach that vision. So it's, it's a reverse engineering of your business based on your big dreams. And if you do it that way, you actually make sure that you get there because that's how you designed it then in the end. Uh, I, I believe your process with what you have explained is something that's going to simplify running the business for entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Totally. Um, and it's something that is not theoretic. It's tested over time. I've used this process for over 15 years in the businesses where I worked, in my own businesses and in the businesses for my clients. So this is the process that I use. I, I, I don't hold anything back. You can have it all for free. It's all in there. Um, you don't need to work with me afterwards. It's not a sales pitch or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just an intentional strategy toolkit that helps you build your business. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, um, Alex. And if you're listening and you want to save yourself the, the time, while you're saying you don't have to work with him, I guarantee you it will be way faster if you just, I mean, up on and let Alex work with you on this. Trust me, you don't want to... This is coming from a point of 15 years of experience, what he has tried over and over and over again. So it's definitely not a sales pitch for him. He wants to give you absolute value. But as a business, you know that I want to grow and I want to make sure I'm doing the right things. You want to up on with someone who has had over a decade of experience and is ready to work with you. And I'm sure it's not as if there would always be time for someone like him to always work with other people. You have to make sure that you take advantage of this opportunity while you still can so people like him their calendars fill up very fast i'm very sure i can guarantee you that so <laughs> make sure you i mean book your services if you have to right away as fast as possible and if you feel i don't think i can do that right now the resources are there for you already it's still compressed 15 years of experience and you know you have the time to go through that so why not dig in and be his guest Thank you very much. All the links you guys need will be in the show notes. Um, take advantage of it and don't sleep on this one. I feel so blessed that he has been the 100th um, episode, not the 100th guest, but the 100th episode of this podcast. This is very symbolic and I want you to make the most out of everything that we have discussed here today as well as the ton of resources that he has for you. Um, so even though you want to get on his expertise, please, I recommend that the most. But if you know that you, can, you don't want to go for his expertise right away, go for his free resources. As I said, he's not holding anything back. So thank you guys and we'll see you again next week. And I expect you all to have a super duper week ahead. Have a great week, people. Thank you.